Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at goblueraiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stock Still Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome in tonight to the Boulevard here on the corner of East Main Street and Middle Tennessee Boulevard for Rick Stockstill Live tonight. Glad to have you along with us. And our program each and every week is presented by the good folks at Middle Tennessee Electric. You can find them online at mte.com. And, Coach, good to see you here on a beautiful day. Yeah, Chip, we're good to see you. Glad to be with you. And it is a nice day out there. Finally got rid of all that rain we had for a while. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that as we, we'll talk about the, uh, the Raiders trip to um, Charlotte uh, here in, in uh, the next couple of segments. But uh, for preparation – because we had a beautiful night over there. When you go through three or four days of rain leading up to a game, how does that inhibit what you would try to do on a regular practice day? Uh, you know, normally it's, you know, it's just an inconvenience because, you know, you have to go into the many gyms, uh, you know, to have a, you know, a walkthrough almost. But I've tried to – not tried, I have. I've stayed out of doing anything indoor – you know, the last year and a half now because of COVID. So if you do get what we had last week, you know, there's really no place to go. You just have a longer meeting or you have a walkthrough underneath the stadium, and and that's what we had to do last week on Sunday and Monday. Well, the trip to Charlotte came on a short week as Middle Tennessee uh, had played at San Antonio on the previous Saturday, and then you come back for a – uh, Friday night game, and your 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 again your your schedule. Not only did you have to deal with rain, you were compressed by a week, and 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 your guys didn't lose a day off, but it didn't fall where it normally does. Yeah, normally Monday's our day off uh, because of you know class conflicts and you know labs and all that. So Monday's our normal day off, and then this week since we met on Monday or last week since we met on Monday. Uh, and played on Friday, then Saturday becomes their day off, the one day of the week that they have off. So that was the difference. It went from Monday to Saturday. Yep. The opponent, Charlotte, had lost on the road uh, as well. And uh, it's kind of interesting as the way the schedule has fallen, you are the conference opener for three straight schools. You had UTSA, Charlotte, and this will be Marshall's conference opener this week. But uh, the, the, the Charlotte matchup, uh, for the last couple of several times, these two teams have met pretty even matchup, and certainly was that on Friday night. It was a just one of those crazy under the lights games on a on a weeknight. Oh, yeah, just really upsetting, disappointing. You know that that we lost the game. Um, you know, it just we you score 39 points. You know, you should win a game, and uh, we just didn't play good enough defense. 
to win the game. And uh, you, you score 39, you don't turn it over. Uh, you're sound in the kicking game. And, uh, you know, it's just frustrating how we played. We, we didn't tackle worth a, worth a nickel. And uh, it's disappointing that we gave up, you know, way too many explosive plays. And we just didn't play. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, we didn't play up to our standard. And that was disappointing. You know, the previous two road games uh, at uh, at Virginia Tech and at UTSA, you know, you look at that game and as a, as a fan, you look and say, you know, well, defensively, you played – played good enough to give yourself a chance and offensively we had had some struggles here and there you know what, what have you ever I mean I guess if as a coach if you could ever figure that out and yeah. and bottle it and I figure out how to turn that switch on and off you, you'd be uh you, you'd, you wouldn't have to do coach anymore well I mean it's uh, like you say you know with, with this the world we live in now every week is different your team changes every week and uh we are out some critical players the last two weeks uh, excuse me, the last two weeks, and, and, and it, it hurt us. And not making any excuses or anything, it's the reality of it. And uh, But still, just disappointing how we played Friday night. And uh, But like you said, I mean, our, our team changes every week. When you um, – when you got into coaching, you things were one way. Is it more coaching to matchups uh, – here in the in the 2020s and that, that because as you mentioned one player gone can make a difference here and there and 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 everybody's trying to always get matched up on the field yeah i mean i i think the the big difference is you know when a hundred years ago when you started that you know you had so many more people on scholarship and now you know the when they went to 85, it kind of balanced it out a little bit, made it a little bit more even. But, you know, here in the last – prior to these – the last two years, all you, you worried about injuries. And you had a pretty good idea, you know, who you're going to play with. Now you get called, you know, the day before you leave, and this guy can't play, this guy can't play, this guy can't play. And it just changes the dynamic of your team, and it changes your plans. Uh, I mean – Jordan Ferguson hadn't played defensive tackle in a year and a half, and he's played defensive tackle, you know, 80 snaps against, you know, Charlotte, and he hadn't done it just because of the injury that we had to Jordan Branch and then, you know, a couple guys being out. And uh, it's just a fr- it's just frustrating. And so I think that more so than anything here the last two years, uh, more so than matchups, you know, uh, you try to match up you know, personnel defensively to their offense. And offenses are going to try to take advantage of, of your defense with, you know, the RPO game and, uh, you know, putting a, a Jimmy Marshall on a, you know, a, a linebacker or something like that just so. But that's always that's always been there. But to me, just the frustrating part is that, you know, we'll wake up Friday morning and we'll find out who can play and who can't play. Well, you and I were talking a little bit before we started tonight, and I asked you, you know, is it any easier this year dealing with the uh, the medical part of it uh, than it was when we were going through it the first time? I guess maybe the better question is, is it any different this year than it was last yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, we've got probably close to 90% of our team vaccinated, you know, which is great. And, uh, you know, so 
you're not last year you had to test three times a week you know now it's twice a week you know so the testing is down uh you know if you're vaccinated you know you don't have to test unless you're showing symptoms and uh you know so a lot of not a lot but i guess seven of our guys you know nine of our guys have been out have been vaccinated and uh you know, so it's, that's re- that's it's, odd. It's just you know, frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. It, uh, it surely is. As uh, we'll talk about the Charlotte game in particular, as we continue along, I want to remind you we're here at the Boulevard at the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. As you listen to Rick Stockstill live from Learfield. Hey, honey, got the seventy-inch flat screen mounted. Come take a look. Uh. Why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. You sure about that? Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. 
the live tonight from the Boulevard. I want to remind you, the Murfreesboro Post, Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year for <clears throat> 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com today. And going into the Charlotte game, uh, you knew you had a, a new starting quarterback. And uh, as you even stated on Monday, prior to the, the Friday night game, you had no reservations whatsoever about the ability of Chase Cunningham going uh, in as the starter. He had played some, but it was his first career start, and obviously for that young man, a dream come true. Yeah, I thought you know Chase uh, you know, handled everything, the preparation uh, that you have to have as a quarterback leading up to a game. I thought he handled that extremely well. Uh, he had a good couple days of practice, and uh, – you know, I, I was really confident it wasn't, you know, coach speak that he's going to play well. I really believed that he would, and uh, and he did. You know, his receivers made some really nice catches also, and, uh, you know, just but he extended plays. He did a good job protecting the ball, uh, you know, didn't didn't turn it over. And I thought he, I thought he was uh, – he played tough. Uh, he played with a lot of confidence and uh, made some really, really nice throws and, and uh, did, a, did a, you know, gave us a chance to win the game. Yep, you guys, he, you ran him uh, early uh, with what appeared to be designed runs. Was, was that something you saw from film, something you wanted to do schematically or to kind of get him lathered up? No, it, it was more, you know, off the zone read stuff. We weren't able to, to do it. Uh, you know, the first couple games because it wasn't the quarterback's strength. And, uh, you know, Chase is, you know, gives you an opportunity to, you know, to maybe get five or six yards out of there. And he spit the quarterback draw, you know, out for 27, I think it was. Uh, but, you know, he, he's a, he can extend plays with his feet, buy some time, and he did that. And, uh, but if he can be a 30-yard, 40-yard maybe you know, get a couple, two, three first downs a game is what you'd like to get out of him. Yep. Uh, and, and still, obviously, build on uh, what you're getting from your running backs. And Brad Anderson came in and, and seemed to give you a spark. He did all right. You know, I'm still disappointed where we're at. Uh, he had a nice run, had a 22-yard run there. He did a nice job in pass protection. But, you know, we got to get better there. And, and to me, it's – you know, it's it's a it's everybody. You know, and uh, those guys are getting hit at the line of scrimmage, or getting hit in the backfield, and you know, or, or we got it blocked, and you know, they missed the hole. So we just got to get more consistent in what we're doing there. And uh, you know, we've shown flashes uh, of getting it going, but nothing, anything near the consistency that you have to have to be successful running the ball. Yep. The first half of the game, very even, evenly matched. You, you, there were four straight drives where there were touchdowns scored uh, and made it a 14-14 game uh, going into the second quarter. Uh, and, and Chase hit Jimmy Marshall on a seven-yard pass, came back, Hit, uh, hit Lane on a 24-yard pass. Reynolds and DuBose connected on passes for, for Charlotte. And both teams were moving up and down the field. Yeah, I think we scored three of the, four, three of the first four possessions of the game. And, 
you know, but that was that was the frustrating part because we could never, even in the second half, you know, we'd score and we couldn't get a stop defensively. And, you know, they'd go down and score. We'd come back and score. We couldn't get a stop, you know, and, and they would score. So uh, we just we could never stop the momentum. And that was the frustrating, disappointing thing, you know, about how we played defensively. Uh, you know, and a lot of those plays or, or drives were extended and, and ultimately scored on, you know, because we missed tackles or gave up you know, a, a play over the top of us. The two touchdown drives for middle in the first half, nine-play drive, 75 yards, 12-play drive, 75 yards, came back, got a field goal on a nearly 60-yard drive. And, again, both teams moving pretty good. You got them stopped on back-to-back possessions on punts. Uh, and then as you got toward the end of the first half, Charlotte got the ball at their own 46 with two minutes to play and had a couple of timeouts to play with. They take it down the field, get it down to the 24-yard line, and at that point, the defense does come up and make a big play there. And I thought could have been a momentum play heading into the second half when, uh, when, when the, the force, the fumble, and Zalen Wood ended up recovering it. Yeah, you know, that was uh... – that was a big stop. It was critical, uh, you know, because they were going to get the ball to start the second half. And, uh, you know, so I'm pretty sure it was Cody Smith that, it was. you know, knocked the ball out and Zalen recovered it. And, you know, Zalen, it was a zone uh, zone blitz uh, coverage that game, that play. And, you know, he, he pressed and then got back into, the, you know, the hook zone area and uh, chased the ball down and, and you know, show great effort and everything to get the ball. So proud of that. And then, uh, you know, just to – and then when we come out the second half, and I'm sure you'll probably get to it, but, you know, they drive down there and, you know, we ultimately, you know, block the field goal there. So, you know, if we had given up points, you know, on that – there at the end of the first half, you know, and then they come out if we're not fortunate enough – you know, do a good job to to block the field goal. You know, that's that middle eight that you talk about say. all the time. So we did a nice job defensively in the middle eight. And then, you know, we go down, you know, we have a nice little drive going to, to start uh, our possession of the third quarter, and uh, but we don't do anything with it. Yeah, I was going to say it's one of those rare deals where you do dominate the middle eight and it didn't, didn't pay off in a win. Yeah, you know, we didn't uh, – because, I mean, that could have been a – easily could have been a 14-point, uh, at worst a six-point, you know, time period in there with uh, two field goals or two touchdowns. So defense did a really nice job during that time of, you know, keeping points off the board. Blue Raiders took a 17-14 lead to the locker room at Charlotte on a beautiful night in the Queen City. We'll talk more about the second half of the game and what was a wild one that ended up 42-39 in favor of the 49ers. We'll be back to the Boulevard in just a minute as you listen to Rick Stockstill live from Learfield. 
Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks Alive tonight as we come to you from the boulevard and our show presented each and every week by Middle Tennessee Electric Service to make your life better. Energy Service Life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We'll have Steve Cotton coming up at the bottom of the hour, the voice of the thundering herd, and check in on Marshall. But uh, you, your guys go to the locker room. They have the lead. Obviously ha- had to feel pretty good about where they were. And then going into the second half, uh, you gave up a couple of big drives right there that let them get ahead, and you had to chase them the rest of the way. Yeah, and again, just like I've you know, said after the game and so far here, we just – we just didn't tackle very well. We gave up, you know, balls over our head, explosive plays. And uh, that was the frustrating, disappointing thing because 
you know, we had been pr- pretty good, you know, especially explosive plays. You know, we hadn't given up that many in uh, the first three games and gave up just about as many against Charlotte as we did the first three combined. And uh, it was just disappointing in how we played and, uh, you know, but we battled, we hung in there, we kept playing and, you know, still had a chance with a couple minutes left in the game. So I was proud of their effort, their fight, their competitiveness, you know, those things we just got to we got to continue to work and grind and get better. In a game like that, uh, you know, it's almost, you almost feel like you've got to score every possession. They went up 28-24 after you guys had led 24-21. Uh, and at that point, you had a three and out, and they came back and scored again. And from then on, it was back and forth scoring. But it's almost sometimes in some of these games in this league and others, boy, if you blink, you, you've caused yourself some problems. Yeah, you know, and that, that was, like I said, that was a frustrating part because we couldn't get a stop. And uh, whether they stopped us, we couldn't stop them. We couldn't answer with a stop. You know, they, they'd go down and score. Or we'd score, and, and we couldn't. We we just never could get a stop, uh, you know, to 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 flip the switch, to flip the momentum, and uh, you know, in, in games like that, you're you're right, Chip. That you know you you, you don't want to squander, you know, a scoring opportunity. And uh, you know, we went on went forward a couple times on fourth down, uh, you know, early in the game. Uh, you know, there and just uh, because I had a sense of what kind of game it was going to be. Yeah, the one that was tough is is it's a three-point game at 35-32, and then they're able to put together a four-plus-minute drive, and, you know, it, it got to be playing keep away right there because both quarterbacks were hot, both sets of receivers were playing well, and, and, and they put together the one that, that took some time off the clock. Yeah, and, uh, again, it – if we go back and look at it, it was, you know, missed tackles, uh, them converting on third down. And uh, that was just the frustrating part. You know, you're over there and you're, you're, your team is good, you know, feeling good and anxious and, you know, into the game, all that kind of stuff. But we just couldn't get a stop. Yep. To wrap up this game, talk about a couple of guys who set – Records. One is Chase Cunningham. His 379 yards and five touchdowns at Charlotte goes down as the most passing yards by a middle player in his first career start in 107 years of playing football. And and that that took some. He was out there and, and obviously had control of his team. Yeah, you know. Again, uh, I was confident confident that Chase would play well, and he did. And, uh, you know, like I said, his receivers made plays for him. And, you know, he was accurate with the ball. Uh, he made good decisions with the ball. Uh, we protected a little bit better this week than we did against San Ant- – well, a lot better than what we did against San Antonio. Uh, you know, so – and, again, one guy doesn't do it all by himself. And uh, – you know, he had, a, he had guys around him helping him, but Chase played really well. Yep, and uh, on the defensive side, Reed Blankenship broke the 35-year-old record for tackles, uh, total tackles with 348 and counting. 
And uh, we talked a little bit about this on your press conference earlier today. When you put a career mark like that down, uh, especially with a record that has lasted that long, there are a few of us in here that remember Roosevelt Calvert, who who had that record uh, back in the early to mid-1980s. But that's something that will live for a long time for him. Yeah, you know, like I said this morning when asked that, that any time – you as an athlete leave your school and you're the all-time leading whatever tackler scorer whatever you know what you're the you're the best that's ever been at that particular statistic you know you feel good about yourself that you know what you accomplished while you were in college that you're you're you did something you know right now that nobody else has ever done yeah when you're the when you're the career leader or season leader or whatever, you know, any statistical category, you're the best that's ever done it at your particular school, and that's something to be proud of, and I know Reed is proud of himself. It's kind of interesting. Chase's record is about his first start. Reed's record comes after such longevity, and our fans have gotten to know and love him so much, and, and I think they, they, they feel like that they're going to be seeing something similar out of Chase and, and many other guys. So yeah. happy for them both. Yep, no question. And I know they both love to get those in a victory. That's, yep. that's the main thing. All right, uh, 42-39 is the final. We'll take a timeout. Hope to be joined by Steve Cotton uh, of uh, Marshall here when we return to the Boulevard as you listen to Rick Stockstill live from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and Plumbing Company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. Hi, we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. (laughs) 
any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live tonight from the Boulevard, right off campus, the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee. True Blue fans, whether you're tuned in to the game on the radio, watching on TV, or sitting in the stands, stay up to date with Blue Raider football with this year's football game day yearbook and digital game day guide. Go to GoBlueRaiders.com or on the Blue Raider Connect app. One of my good friends, Steve Cotton, the longtime voice of the Marshall Thundering Herd, joins us from Huntington as uh, Marshall will be coming in this weekend for a 6 o'clock Central Time kickoff at Floyd Stadium. And, Steve, by the magic of Zoom, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, thanks, and looking forward to a trip to Murfreesboro. Well, you know, you you have uh, haunted us down here a little bit, even though even outside of the season, a lot of folks don't know you are a very – uh, talented woodworker and you've come down here to camps and classes and all that stuff and sometimes we get to we get a chance to visit an extra time or two yep i uh love my time and, and my first job out of college was actually uh four years of doing radio at carson newman university so i uh really have had fond memories of my time there and take every chance i can to go to the volunteer state well, you get to make a trip this weekend, and we hope that uh, we can keep the weather we've got through the weekend. looks like it's going to be decent uh, right now, but obviously we'll know better as we get closer. Let's talk about your team. Uh, they have had a couple of frustrating weeks following two blowout victories. Number one, uh, the victory over Navy uh, was was huge, and uh, and then you came home for a, for a, a big win there. But East Carolina – a uh, three-point loss there and a one-point loss in a great game uh, at App State the other night. What's the temperature of this football team right now? It's kind of crazy. A first-year coaching staff with Charles Huff coming in and taking over after so many years of Doc Holliday's program. And I have told people who ask me, what do you expect from this team? I said, well, we'll know a lot after Navy. Well, Navy has really struggled, so I don't know that we had, did learn a whole lot in that game. And then I said, you know, you got an FCS team in North Carolina Central. I said, okay, we'll know a lot more after East Carolina and Appalachian State. And I still don't know much. There were opportunities for Marshall to win both of those games. Marshall had leads of 17 points in the fourth quarter against East Carolina and then a nine-point win at Appalachian State, and yet the Herd's 2-2 two and two right now. There, for the first three games, were turnover problems. Marshall got away with it in two blowout wins, but then 
The turnovers, among other things, came back to haunt the thundering herd greatly in the loss to East Carolina. There were no turnovers by Marshall in the game at Appalachian State, but some other things happened that we didn't really expect. You know, last year, Marshall led the nation in scoring defense, had really good defensive numbers the first two games, but the last two weeks has seen the opponent run more than 90 plays in each of those games. So that's a little bit unusual, and uh, I'm still not quite sure what to think about that part of it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Charles Huff, the new head coach, former assistant uh, at Alabama, uh, and he has come in. And uh, what has he brought to the table? And from your standpoint, uh, is different about – the Marshall program under under Charles Huff than it was against Doc? Coach Huff is a an exuberant personality, and he it's easy for him to get everybody excited. You have a conversation with him, and he builds that uh, relationship quickly. He's uh, very adept. At, and he's has been known throughout his career as a great recruiter. Here's a guy that uh, once upon a time recruited Saquon Barkley to Penn State. And he, just the list of people that he was the primary recruiter for over the years is kind of incredible. So that kind of personality shows in everything he does. Very uh, personable, outspoken guy. So it's easy to get on board with uh, when he tries to show you his vision of things. And so he had the Marshall fan base and has the Marshall fan base excited about what he can do. He, he breeds confidence in people. In terms of style of play, he wants to play fast. Marshall, for the most part uh, on offense, has moved the ball up and down the field. The things that have hurt Marshall really haven't been done by the opponents as much as, for the most part, Marshall – kind of stubbing its own toe with the turnovers I talked about, some penalties. Uh, now, ne not necessarily so much that last game at Appalachian State. Appalachian State has a really good football team and plays really good defense. And so there were a couple of times Marshall was stopped without the turnovers or without the penalties. But I think that uh, at the end of the year, we're probably looking at a pretty, if not prolific, at least very good offense there are a lot of options for a quarterback in Grant Hill, who was first team all conference last year, and he's shown that he can spread the ball around pretty effectively. Well, that was my next question. Grant Wells is a guy that it's going to go through his hands for something uh, when something happens, and he's local from right there in Charleston. Um, what where, what do you see from him uh, from his from his freshman year to to this year? Where have you seen the most improvement? It probably was a situation, well, in fact, I know Coach Huff has talked about this several times, where Grant wasn't going to show huge strides and steps and improvement just because his uh, bar was already set pretty high, his performance level. But Coach Huff wanted to see small steps and said all he needs to do is take small steps, keep making progress, to become a really good quarterback. He's already a good quarterback, but to as the a younger guy uh, is going to have to do, just become the leader, take control of the game, uh, kind of show other people the way and get them on board and that kind of thing. So 
small steps and he had to learn a different style of offense, just you know, going turbo mode and running them to the line of scrimmage and making those decisions on the fly. That's probably the biggest change for Grant this year. But like I said, those first couple of games, uh, he, he flourished in that. And it really hasn't been uh, a, a situation, even in the two losses, where the offense has really been shut down, even though the uh, – results haven't been quite what they were those first couple of games. Well, when Marshall comes to Murfreesboro, crazy things seem to happen out on the field at Floyd Stadium. It's a blackout night again, so who knows what we're going to be up for. Yeah, there have been uh, some amazing games and some wild finishes, and unfortunately from the Marshall standpoint, uh, we've seen the folks (laughs) celebrating those blackouts, celebrating at the end of the game, but yeah, that's you want to have good, entertaining games, and the Thundering Herd and the Blue Raiders get together in Murfreesboro. We've certainly seen that. Well, and, and across the league, we've seen very entertaining football, maybe what makes coaches want to pull their hair out, but but uh, a lot of scoring across the league and some teams who, uh, who have been down a little bit, uh, we've seen them uh, come along. So it's going to be an interesting year for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it, and – uh, again, as we turn the page from for Marshall's standpoint, from the non-conference portion of the schedule into league play all the way from here out for the Thundering Herd, it, it, there is still much, like we talked about to start this uh, segment, just so much that is still unknown. So there are Marshall fans watching with great interest, still trying to figure out what this team's going to be like. So first uh, – conference game you know I, I keep saying it I've been wrong so far but maybe we start <laughs> to figure out just what this team's going to look like all right well Steve we look forward to seeing you on Saturday as always and thanks for your time tonight all right Chip thank you have a good one appreciate it Steve Cotton the voice of the thundering herd we'll take a timeout and we'll be back with coach stock right after this as you listen to Rick Stocks to live from Learfield Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. Hey, honey, got the 70-inch flat screen mounted. Come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. <sighs> you sure about that? Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into the boulevard as we move into our audience uh, segment of questions here and uh, kind of our random thoughts on different things. Uh, had had a uh, question here, and this is uh, just uh, kind of goes back to. Uh, what we've seen in the kicking game the last few years when the rule change happened with the touchback situation. But uh, on a kickoff, if the ball goes into the end zone but does not go through the end zone, is it still live if the player uh, receiver doesn't touch it? This occurred during the Charlotte game and uh, on one of our on one of the kickoffs to us. So what what is the whole? If you can just in a nutshell go through the whole kickoff situation. Once the ball uh, hits the ground in the end zone, whether it landed in the air in the end zone or like when we kicked off to start the second half, you know, you you just kick one of them squibbers down there and it rolls into the end zone. Once it goes into the end zone, it's, it's automatically dead. Okay. So now, if you catch it in the air in the end zone, you can return it. But once the ball hits the ground in the end zone, whether on the fly or it rolls in, it's dead. Well, it's actually closer now to the high school rule, except the high school rule, even if you catch it in the end zone, it's a, it's a touchback. Um, had, had a couple of questions today about, about uh, officials in that game. It seemed like they took forever. Uh, and there were a lot of meetings. I wish I could sit on that side of this thing and answer that question. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, very frustrating. It was a frustrating, frustrating game. The the first play of the the, the Jimmy Marshall catch uh, in the early in the fourth quarter. What did you see on that? I thought he caught it. Um, the official that ruled it incomplete. You know, obviously he didn't think he did. Uh, I stood next to him. He said they reviewed it and they ruled it incomplete, which 
I don't see how they reviewed it that fast. Yeah, they never stopped but, to review it. But that's what he told me. Huh. So, anyway, so there was there was that one. Uh, what is the rule on place kickers holding holder moving around prior to the snap? What is the the rule on the place kicker the holder moving around prior to the snap? I'm not sure I understand. I mean, he can. Uh, I mean, he, he can. You, the holder because his knees on the ground, he's still eligible to run a fake. He can catch the snap and get up and run a fake uh, if that's what you're insinuating. Uh, you know, but there's, you know, obviously you got to get set if you're going to kick it. Uh, but if you're talking about can a holder, you know, receive the snap with a knee on the ground and get up and throw a pass or do a fake? Yes, he can. So, yeah, because anybody else, if they caught the ball with their knee, with on, their the knee on the ground, it would be a, a dead ball right, right. there. Uh, last week in the league, Appalachian State knocked off Marshall, as we mentioned, 31-30. The Friday night game was middle in Charlotte. Uh, Saturday, uh, Central Michigan knocked off FIU. 31-27. to 27. FIU had a lead in that game. UTSA continues to play well. They were down uh, pretty substantially against Memphis and came back and won, breaking a 17-game home winning streak by the Tigers, 31-28. Buffalo beat Old Dominion 35-34, and I, that was a lopsided game, but uh, Old Dominion came back. Um, Louisiana Tech beat North Texas 24-17. That was also one where North Texas came back. Rice over Texas Southern 48-34. Southern Miss uh, had to go to Tuscaloosa, and number one Alabama knocked off the Golden Eagles 63-14. Florida Atlantic faced Air Force, and Air Force won 31-7. UAB wins in New Orleans at Tulane 28-21. Indiana wins. went to Bowling Green, and that ended up being a 33-31 game. And UTEP in New Mexico, UTEP wins over the Lobos by a score of 20-13. to and, and with that, we're getting close to being done with uh, some of the non-conference games. You've already played – you've played two, and you've got two more to go coming up in the month of October. But uh, how are things in your mind taking shape as uh, from what you thought it might be within the league? I, I think it's pretty similar to what I thought. You know, you never know, uh, you know, what's going to happen. You know, guys play this week, don't play this week, you know, and just uh, every team's in the same boat, so it changes. But uh, not having seen you know, many teams, uh, because when we played San Antonio, they hadn't played any conference games. When we played Charlotte, they hadn't played any conference games. So you haven't seen everybody else out there. So, uh, but uh, you had a pretty good idea how people were going to be. And uh, I think right now it's kind of what I thought. You know, last year when we were uh, inside the Hall of Fame and uh, we, we talked a lot about recruiting and uh, the differences of how things were going with the transfer portal and, and high school players and, and how that was all being affected. Uh, how are you seeing some of that play out uh, now that that whole recruiting 
season is is behind you? Well, I think there, there, probably every team, every coach would say, you know, the same that you know they hit on some and they missed on some just because you couldn't talk to anybody, you couldn't see anybody, you didn't have a feel for them from a personality standpoint, other than talking to them FaceTime on a telephone, on a cell phone, and uh, you know, so I, I think. You know, everybody will say that, you know, we hit on a couple, we missed on a couple. And, uh, you know, so I, hopefully now as you move forward and uh, whether it's a high school kid, a junior college kid, or a portal kid, that uh, you can, you know, make a better decision on uh, or know more about the kid, the, the guy that you're going to bring in here, you know, uh, his personality is all those things because you didn't have that. You didn't, you couldn't go watch him play. You couldn't go sit in his family, talk to his family, you know, so all those things. Uh, are they back now? Those things are back for yeah, you? Unless they, unless they change. But uh, one, we're still in the evaluation, pro, uh, uh, evaluation period. And then uh, after Thanksgiving, once the contact period starts, then you'll be able to, you know, get in guys' home and talk to them face-to-face. Yep, and what did I hear that is there going to be um, – are they going to expand the number of initial offers? Uh, yeah, that hasn't been finalized yet, but there is talk that, you know, over a two-year period you may be able to sign this amount of kids uh, – you know, you may sign up to 30, but all that stuff is still in the the uh, going to different committees or going to different groups that have to vote on it. So It's not but, in stone yet. No, sir. All right. All right, we need to take our final break. We'll talk about the herd that are rolling in here on Saturday, and we will uh, be right back as we're at the Boulevard. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. Train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. 
through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Final segment, and want to remind you, Bud Light proudly welcomes back Middle Tennessee State University fans to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium this year, and Bud Light is for the fans. Also this weekend, it is, of course, the blackout, but uh, at 3.30 on Saturday, the 2021 Blue Raider Hall of Fame class will be inducted. They include Raleigh Bishop from baseball, Nathaniel Claybrooks, who was an All-American linebacker uh, in football, Jason Millard, golfer, Patrick Simpson, who was a wrestler here in the 1970s, Jamie Tomitus, who played women's basketball, and Desmond Boogie Yates, the all-time leading scorer in Blue Raider basketball history. So come out at 3.30 at the Hall of Fame building. We will have that. Now, Marshall coming in explosive team as you mentioned and Grant Wells their quarterback he stirs the drink yeah he's a really good player very impressed with him last year and what he did and playing against him competing against him I thought he did a really nice job and he's a good player he's really improved Uh, he's done a really good job these first couple games four games of protecting the ball Uh, he's deceptively he runs better than what you're going to think you know he can extend plays and he can and he can get out there and run around pretty good. So I think that's an area when you ask that guy, you know what he's improved on. I think that's one of the things that stands out to me is his ability ability to extend plays and run also. Now defensively, you said this morning they are longer up front, and it seems to me just looking on paper they've got big corners. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're bigger. Uh, they've always been athletic and can run. And, uh, but, you know, this year they're, they, they're bigger, they're longer at, at all positions. You know, at the front, uh, those defensive ends, the inside guys and the linebackers, and then they, they got, a couple, got a couple corners that, you know, can get their hands on you. It's blackout night, and as Steve and I were talking, strange things can happen. What, what stands out in your mind of some crazy blackout nights? Uh, you know, obviously the – and I don't know if it was the first one, but, you know, the Florida Atlantic game when we threw the Hail Mary uh, at the buzzer. Malcolm Bia made the catch. Yeah. Uh, the Tavares Jefferson catch against Marshall on the last play of the game with Logan Kilgore was one. And, uh, I think Jeremy Couture blocked a field goal. I don't know if that was a blackout or not. I don't know. The, the La Tech game in 16 – you know, when we came back and, you know, won that close at the end. Well, let's make some new ones this week. Yeah. More new memories, all right? Yes, sir. We'll Appreciate see you Saturday. You. See yeah, everybody out there Saturday on the air at 4.30. Kick off at 6. Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.